save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Teresa Thomas had two terms, the mayor in Columbus, and because nobody's perfect, also a lawyer, and now a Senate candidate. Uh, why the desire to be a U.S. Senate candidate? Right. Well, you know, it's, it's funny. Um, as a lawyer, and let me just say, everybody loves to tell lawyer jokes until they need one. Sure. So, uh, yeah. But, um, but, yeah, as a lawyer, I specialize in complex litigation, developed a talent for basically resolving dysfunction. I was referred cases by other lawyers that were really in the ditch, and it was my job to unwind the dysfunction, get them ready for either trial, settlement, or some sort of appellate review. And that came in handy uh, when I was mayor of Columbus. And I got to tell you, Tim, when I look at Washington, D.C., and I see the dysfunction and the corruption up there, uh, it looks like they're in desperate need of that skill set. And so I'm, I'm running for the United States Senate to unravel that dysfunction for the people of Georgia. It's just simply not working for them. We've seen that with Hurricane Michael relief and many more things. One of the things I've talked about with the man who has the job now, with others who hold office in D.C. and elsewhere for that matter, there's this team mentality. I'm on my team, you're on your team, and, and we, yeah. this is a blood sport, and then only one of us can win. Uh, it, Competition's great, but at some point, don't we have to have cooperation and collaboration? Yeah, you know, that's they're addicted to the fight, right? I mean, you know, they, they, something comes up, a challenge, and they look of, immediately to how can I stoke my base and how can I demean my opponent instead of how can we resolve this for the American people or the people of my state, Georgia. And, and they've lost that somehow. You know, the Senate used to be the world's most deliberative body. And, and now it looks more like the World Wrestling Federation up there. And so I, you're right. It, it's supposed to be a healthy competition of ideas. That's what the two-party system in this country is all about. And somehow they have gotten off track. And as mayor, I had to – I hell, I was a Democrat. Everybody knew that. I was open and proud about it. Um, but I had to work as a nonpartisan with other uh, elected officials who were nonpartisans. And so it's amazing how when you look at the objective of a piece of litigation or a potential solution to a challenge, um, you, you just have to align the objective with the individual voters' interests, right, and it, the legislators' interests. And so uh, there were many times when we had unanimous votes, we had 10 counselors, unanimous votes on a controversial issue. They were all voting for completely different reasons. But it didn't matter because we were getting the objective done. And so that's what happens when you have a solution maker in there helping to lead the process um, is that you find a way to make this piece of legislation, this potential solution, important to them from their perspective and their interests. And that's where you find the common ground. All right, well, let's talk about some issues then and and maybe try to find some of that common ground. Teresa Tomlinson running for Senate here. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about a couple of these issues. Uh, A Democratic presidential candidate just a few days ago acknowledging, acknowledging that he wants to come take my guns away. Uh, Where are you on that issue? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, first of all, I, I don't know Beto O'Rourke, obviously, but I can only imagine the trauma that they've experienced with the murders there. Um, you know, that's a pretty stunning and emotional circumstance. And so uh, I do not, however, believe that confiscation 
is possible or lawful. And that's my lawyer background um, talking there. So mandatory buybacks, while I completely understand the people that are urging them because they want an immediate resolution to what is an out-of-control situation. But what, as I was public safety director in addition to being uh, mayor, so the uh, police chief, fire chief, and so forth reported direct to me, and, and I understand the role of law enforcement. We're not making their job any easier, uh, putting these weapons of war on the street. And so the better way to do it, frankly, is to have an assault weapons ban, a prospective assault weapons ban. Well, we do um, have an assault weapons ban, don't we? I can't have a fully automatic. I mean, I suppose we need to define what we mean when we yes, say assault right. weapons. But, but there are definitions. You know there's definitions related to how, how quickly they load the chamber and so forth. So there, there are definitions related to that, and, and you can Google them and look them up. But, but, um, but, but yes, talking about semi-automatic assault rifles. And so... The thing is, too, the ones that are killing the people on our streets right now, when you hear horrifically that somebody's walked into a mall or or some public place and shot 26 people in in less than 60 seconds, then you know that was a semi-automatic assault rifle. Uh, And those are the ones people want to get off the streets and have a high, uh, you know, high support among the American people to do so. But you also have to then limit the transfer of those weapons, even privately. When you do that, then you can go in with effective public-private partnerships for buy, buyback. Uh, you can't do a buyback right now. I could set up a table. We've done them before in Columbus and said, hey, you know, bring your weapon. Uh, we'll pay you for them. Well, all they're going to bring you are the broken weapons, the ones they don't want, want to use because they're getting them from other places, any, anywhere they want them. And then go buy a better weapon. Right. Right, exactly. And so, and so you've got to decide what it is you want to limit and why, and then go effectively go after it. And I propose a semi-automatic assault weapon ban prospectively, uh, limiting the transfers of them uh, when, for those who currently own them. And then, of course, you're going to have a market for the buyback because we're not going to be able to sell it on the, on the black market, uh, which we really have to work with in this country, and they're not going to be able – uh, to sell it privately, so then then you can buy them back. And there's all sorts of um, foundations and nonprofit organizations that would love to invest in buyback programs. Right, we'll leave aside for a moment that the government didn't buy it from or sell it to me in the first place, so the government ought not be buying it back. <laughs> we'll leave aside yeah. that that bit of uh, that that bit. Let's move on to something else here, really quickly. Uh, Teresa Tomlinson, Senate candidate, uh, take about I don't know 90 seconds and fix health care. Yeah, well, I, you know, we're already uh, on our way there, frankly. I, I know it was had a controversial start, but I think people now see um, the benefit of the ACA and the structure that it's set up. So we have to go in and, and uh, begin to tweak that where we see that it has failed. So I'm for universal health care. That is uh, not Medicare for all. I think that's too shocking to our economic and health delivery system. Uh, but universal health care is a process through which we partner with both private interests uh, and, and the government to make sure that every citizen has access to full and meaningful uh, health care along the, the transect of their life. Which is, that and sounds so, like what Obamacare was intended to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, and you can do it better. I mean, we need to look at it, the one thing that, that uh, got us off the rails. There were a couple things, but one in particular was the state's the declining to expand Medicaid, right? And, and, and most of them, well, all of them were Republican states that just didn't want to do, didn't, didn't want to facilitate Obama's good idea. Uh, and in Georgia, we now know that over 600,000 people suffered as a result of that. So I think the federal government is going to have to look at how they can 
uh, to our citizens, those are United States citizens, and to the fact that there's 600,000 citizens suffering in Georgia, dying in Georgia, uh, for political gamesmanship, I think is um, is a bridge too far. And we can get down to solving things by still respecting states, still respecting the federal uh, the federalist um, structure we have in in this country, um, but saving our citizens. All right, Dr. Teresa Tomlinson, Senate candidate. Let you go on this one uh, again, uh, seeking the the opportunity to challenge Republican incumbent David Perdue next November. Would have plenty of, of opportunity to take shots at him. But I want you to, for a moment, quickly focus because you got to win that nomination. And there are at least three other folks mm-hmm. who have announced. Uh, you have Ted Terry. We spoke with him. I will reach out to Sarah Riggs Amico and John Ossoff. I mean, how do you see yourself fitting into that field? You were first out of the gate. Does that mean anything at this point? Yeah, I got to tell you, I, I say this pretty boldly I, and flat-footedly. I am the only candidate who can beat David Perdue, and that's not because they're not wonderful, and it's not because they don't have political talent and and whatever their backgrounds bring. But a lot of folks may not know, particularly if they live in Metro Atlanta area, that David Perdue holds what Georgians. Um, called the non-Metro Atlanta Senate seat. Now, that's not written down anywhere. That's not in the Constitution. It's just a tradition that this state has of having one senator from the Metro Atlanta area, one senator from the non-Metro Atlanta area. And it shows our balance and respect for the life journeys of the different people in the different regions of this state. And so David Perdue holds that non-Metro Atlanta seat. Uh, and so he and, and my strategy, uh, my theory of the case, can only be beaten by a formidable woman with great name recognition in central and south Georgia who eats into his rural strategy margins. And, and the Democrats have abandoned folks um, politically, uh, not with our ideology, but in the, in, the, in the politicking of leading up to an election. We have done very little um, in those 90 counties. Uh, Stacey Abrams was a, one of the first to even go. Uh, she's the one who recognized, my God, you know, there's 90 counties down there that we, we don't really till the field. And, uh, and I thought for, for a very decade that we've done a poor job at getting out there. So if, if we get into those counties where I've been, where my family's from, as you mentioned at the top of the show, uh, we can shave those margins. When you do that, the rural strategy cannot be executed. Uh, and so that, that's my, as I said, theory of the case and strategy to win this. And, of course, I, I think we're just in desperate need of new leadership, not only from the failure of Hurricane Michael release that's led you know, to having communities and farmers uh, in desperation now almost a year out and checks haven't yet been delivered for something that's just a rote uh, federal effort of emergency aid and to the declaration of tariffs on our own farmers. Um, you know, they've been gut punched in central and south Georgia, those farmers. We can do better, and there's no need they've become a pawn in some sort of ego game that really the president and his enabler, David Perdue, in this instance, um, don't understand global markets. Oh, Got to leave and, it there. And they failed us. Up against okay. it. Got to leave it there. Teresa Tomlinson, again, the website, uh, she thought long and hard and came up with TeresaTomlinson.com. Uh, <laughs> Teresa Tomlinson, candidate for U.S. Senate, the Democratic nomination for U.S. Senate in 2020. Teresa Tomlinson, best of luck. We'll talk again. Thanks for your time Thank this morning. You,